All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 54 of The Shetty Show, I think, I hope. If not, we'll cut this out and put 55. We'll correct it. We'll correct it, but uh, hopefully we sound a little bit better, and there's a reason for that. Uh, We just got new mics, so we finally got the equipment. After after like 15 episodes of saying you were going to do this, we we did it. So we finally did it. But today, um, we would like to welcome a super special guest. I'm going to let Shiv take the honors. Um, go ahead, Shiv. So the latest guest on the Shetty Show is an old friend of mine from all the way back in first grade. Uh, welcome in, Aaron Gearhart. Thanks for having me. There yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, man. Welcome. So, I. We talked about this when when we just caught up, but I think it's crazy that like you can, if you knew someone from first grade, which means you're like six, right, or seven? Yeah, six, six or seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you, like, through, are you twenty three, twenty four? Twenty four. Twenty four. So I'm twenty three. So that's holy shit. Yeah, it's literally your whole life. It's like twenty years. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys' friendship start? Do you guys remember when uh, you were a kid? I think we just. Played on the playground <laughs> at the same time. Like I, how do you make friends in first grade, dude? I think birthday parties and that, yeah. But even okay, but like you remember, like you, there was like the friends you had, mm-hmm. and then there was the friends that your mom knew to invite to the birthday party. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and it depending on, you know, the mom. There, there was either a really big list or that list was like you got to pick five people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, and my earlier birthdays were you got to pick five, pick five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess Aaron was, was one of the five. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, I remember, I think I remember going to like a birthday party of yours, too. And, yeah. And so, like, I guess that's it, man. Birthday parties, mm-hmm. recess, and like class. Literally, dude. I think most of my friendships started from like randomly playing catch with people. That, mm-hmm. Like, like just playing sports, and you're like, oh, I like you. You like me? Yeah. Did you, did I, you play touch football at we recess? Did. Flag football all the time. So, so at, at at Meadow Glen's flag or touch football yep. was like the premier, yeah, the premier league. <laughs> and um, I think I just yeah, shit was intense show. though. Like I was always so nervous to catch the ball. I never caught the ball, honestly. <laughs> oh man, I would uh, I would really yell at. That my 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 earlier self, <laughs> I would just I would get that kid to just start catching everything, just to to get skills back up to par. Yeah. My favorite thing though, I don't know if you remember this. So when it would snow a lot, oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when it would snow a lot, the plow would plow it all the way because the the it was a like we had we were lucky enough to have like a gigantic area for recess we had like multiple blacktops so one of the back blacktops where the buses would go uh the plow would plow the whole thing over to the side and make this huge hill and you know when like you get like we would accumulate snow Mm -hmm. so this hill would just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger so when there was a lot of snow out if you had snow equipment like snow pants I can't believe I wore that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I just, wow. Anyway, um, if you had snow, snow pants, you could go play in the snow. Yeah. So naturally, all the guys gravitated to this gigantic hill. Yeah. And I was, I would like to pick a lot of fights back then. <laughs> so I would just start throwing people off and then people would start 
throwing <laughs> and we basically it would start king of the hills yeah king all out war <laughs> and then so then we we decided that you can't throw people off mm-hmm. because the teachers got mad um but the thing is is like you could throw people off because the teachers couldn't see over the hill the hill was so big <laughs> like you're falling mm-hmm. yeah. you're falling <laughs> uh and so we, we couldn't throw people off you had to use snowballs and so it would like it was the only time in a Naperville school that 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 violence was condoned. <laughs> <laughs> you could break the rules a yeah. little bit, yeah. King of the Hill, you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. I remember throwing, I remember throwing some kids like pretty far down when it would like when it would really pop. I would just grab them and just throw them. <laughs> it was like so much fun. And it was, uh, I just came and then like looking back on, it, I'm like, I can't believe that was a thing. Yeah. And then when the teacher couldn't see, did you, were people like telling on you? And then you would have to be like, oh, well, she couldn't see anything. I'm like, did they slipped? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, tried, I tried, buddy. Like, did you ever get detention for that? Or No, like? no. no. Um, I'm trying to think. I did get in trouble in elementary school for something. How, how did detention work in Naperville? Because I can explain how it worked at a Catholic school. Is it a little different, I think? Oh, yeah. Probably. Okay. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I was too uh, too much of a goody two shoes. I, I got like, I got attention a few times. I mean, you would just go into a room, you could read a book. Okay. Uh, when we got Chromebooks, it was a lifesaver, dude, mm. because we could actually use them. They would they would watch us and see if if you were on anything that wasn't work related, they'd kick you off. But you just had to sit there and like, yeah, no devices and just. What was your warning system though? Did you have like because we had this thing called demerits. For what? For being for for getting a detention? Late. No, for like getting a detention. So we would have this demerit system. So, so if you, you got so many detentions, you get suspended. So if you get so many demerits, you get a detention. And then if you get got a it. detention, you can only get like three, and then you get suspended. No, we had yeah. If you were like, if you were late, that's you, a demerit. You would, yeah. So that mm-hmm. that's what we had. Plascos. Yeah, I got a few of those. Oh yeah, I got <laughs> a lot of those. I got uh, the the most was for talking in class. That was mine. I was the a serial talking yeah, class. This is in high school. This is well, both in no. This is in grade school. Oh, in high school yeah. we just went straight to detention. Dude, oh, so yeah, I get that. that was like the biggest issue in elementary school, middle school. Like, with they would never let us talk. Uh, like we always <laughs> had to be quiet. There was like two time. Remember at lun- lunchtime? I, dude, I don't know if you remember me back then. <laughs> uh, I think a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I didn't stop talking yeah <laughs> like at all like there was zero filter yeah i said whatever came to mind here you haven't changed much <laughs> I know. yeah uh consequences are a lot greater now. yeah they are they are um, yeah that sounds like you to the t i could picture that for sure yeah but picture it like like, like on crack yeah i mean yeah man <laughs> Dude, I bet. I mean, some of the best moments I think I've had with you have either been like shouting matches or like seeing you in a shouting match with someone else, like in the house. Like those are the best times. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for for content, I don't know if you've heard on any of the pods. Uh, we were in the same fraternity. So, okay. Uh, mm. There was, and we lived in that. We lived in the fraternity house. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of arguments. Yeah. Um, and it was always about sports 90% of the time. It was always about, like, I feel like most of the arguments with 
the boys are like over relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff that literally matters zero to your life in the grand scheme of things, like at all. Yeah, um, mostly about sports. But what uh, what what are you mainly into? Um, mainly basketball, like NBA and NCAA. So you're you're a Kansas grad, right? Yep. So okay, let's go into that. You go to Kansas. Yep. Why did you pick software uh, engineering? Um. I initially thought I was going to be like a business major, actually, like accounting, marketing, something like that. Because that's what I took like early on in uh, you know high school. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, I just like building stuff and um, took a couple engineering classes, like software engineering, research and design, which is which is like a cool like multi. I took R and D. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, it's a really cool class. Um, uh, I didn't think it was that cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, uh, dude, I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> I have a master's in accounting. But, yeah. Uh, no, um, I just, I wasn't, like, you guys, like, really enjoyed the grind of building stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, I just wanted it built. I, I was yeah. just like, how do I, I, I wanted, how do I, what's the, what's the profit margin? I don't, don't want to build the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so. Yeah, I got on this, just, I. I don't know. I just like computers all my life, and um, like I built a computer in high school, and um, didn't really start programming until senior year, uh, actually. So, um, but I don't know. I just kind of grew to love it. So nice. And ju- you can just build every anything you want, like basically for free or little to to no money, which is kind of cool because um, you know it all comes from here and just having the capacity to learn. So um, I guess that's kind of where it kind of came from. And I chose Kansas. Um, just because it was like a little bit cheaper than, or it's a lot cheaper than Illinois schools, like in-state tuition, which is weird. Really? Yeah. Like really? I got like 10 grand off just for living in Illinois. Really? Uh, okay. So I basically oh. got in-state tuition or almost in-state tuition in Kansas. I, dude, I didn't know you that. Would think, you would think that that school would be pretty yeah, expensive. Pretty pricey. If you weren't from there. That's right. crazy. I did not know that. Because Kansas has like a, there's lots of good programs. Right? Yeah. You know, no, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Besides <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't have like the best engineering. I mean, it's it's decent. Um, what are you kind of known for? Uh, business, I think. Okay. Business yeah. and then education yeah. is pretty big too. That makes sense. But yeah. What, what were you building uh, when you started off? Like you said, you were programming a little bit. You could build whatever you want. What were the, some of the things um, you started building? I guess like in high school, it was just like little things like stuff with Raspberry Pis. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's just like a little micro, like mini computer. Yeah. My dad uses one. Okay. <laughs> is he an engineer? Yeah, he got it. Yeah, I like you did. You got his degree in electrical engineering. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like a little mini computer. You just kind of like attach, like you can wire things up to it. And so like one of the things that we did was like we made like a stoplight mm-hmm. kind of thing. It was just you know small stuff. You gotta start small. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's how you learn. Um, but I made, no, you build know, Rome in a day. <laughs> build Facebook in a day, build Facebook in one day. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of grew to like, you know, you start learning different algorithms in college and, um, you build websites, uh, build an app. So like my senior design, uh, capstone project was like a DoorDash application, uh, but for but Man, like but for KU so awesome. but for KU though like specific cuz it was like during the pandemic and everything and um you know we were seeing that like there was just a bunch of lines at you know in the dining halls and things like that we wanted like a way to you know have them 
you know, order food from, you know, the dining hall. So, um, I mean, so, there, so we didn't. You guys we, created the DoorDash for your dining hall food. I guess, yeah, but like we didn't like deploy it or anything. It wasn't really finished, right. <laughs> totally. Okay. But, but still, that's an insane. Yeah, it was. Idea. It was a lot of fun. I, just know, to, even attempting to to build that. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing about uh, like those design projects because we know a guy. Shout out Nick Casio, because he, he. I remember him telling me he's in the senior design class. It's like, you know, it's it's all year and like all that stuff and. Um, like he's there, there. You guys actually build stuff. That yeah. Actually, like be really beneficial to the whatever exactly. environment. Exactly. And it's on my resume. So. <laughs> and, and that too, and like you, can, you have a like finished work product. You know. Yeah. That, that's that I think is equivalent <coughs> to experience, right? Yeah, exactly. And it it kind of takes you through the entire process of like building a software project. Like, mm -hmm. um, they teach you about like methodologies, um, like agile, um. And, uh, you know, you learn about cost and, you know, what, what kind of value is this going to bring Okay. kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it was just a really great experience and, uh, really grateful for it. How often, um, do you work with like other people when, so like when you're building that, are you building it with a team or is this just you kind of, it, it's a team, stuff? it's a team, but on your individual task, it's mainly yourself unless you like reach out for help. Um, but there's also like pair programming, which is like you kind of, working on like a on the same screen and you're just kind of like bouncing ideas off of each other and then like it's like at part of agile methodology is like you're meeting up every day talking about your progress like any blockers and anything you can like help each other with mm -hmm. um which is really cool and um you really can track your progress really nicely that way so it, it really is a, like a team like process in the in the end you know okay. so um that's like a yeah. common misconception that I hear about software engineering, yeah. like that it's a, a job that you can kind of do on your own and you don't need like really anybody else to pitch in or anything like that. Right. Like I've heard that a couple times. Yeah. Like it's, it's not about being like, you know, the smartest guy in the room anymore. I feel like it's just like, you know, how many people can you cultivate together and, you know, build something cool, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and you, you all get to share the, the credit for it. And, you know, I, I just like that aspect about it more than you know, locking yourself in a room, grinding out 40, 40 hours on, you know, energy drinks and stuff. It, like, that's just not the way it is anymore. So. No, and that, and that, that is super cool because I think a, a lot of industries get just the, the, the most wrong and bad rap in, uh, uh, in, you know, in TV or something. And I think like once you get the, the, the programmers and the Mark Zuckerbergs and they're like, they, they kind of, they kind of got their, they, they are that stereotype, but. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like the big ones like Google and, and like they they have these massive teams of uh, okay, I know you say you don't have to be the smartest. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to be smart. Yeah. Well, but, like, they get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Guess, all yeah. Those big companies. Do, yeah. Right? Uh, and and so the eventually like you just get enough of those like maniacs in the room. They'll right. They'll come up with them like you know I I don't know. Uh, are you do you know much about the metaverse and and that type of thing <laughs> i mean very surface level i guess okay. i mean i do have a vr headset but <laughs> okay so so uh do you use it regularly i mean not not lately actually but um yeah no okay it's, just been, it's been a while actually. uh do you regret buying it <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's fun during like the winter time no generally because you know, like i don't have one and i want to know what people who have one like i no i i don't regret it actually like 
you know they like even though it's a couple years old like mm-hmm. they keep you know keep all the games and like stuff an like yeah oculus uh like s or something like that one of those okay. rift s okay. um it's not, it's one of those where you don't have to like set up the external cameras or anything it's all like yeah, in the headset yeah, 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 but okay. um no i don't regret it actually like, it, it's it's a lot of fun to play with your friends and stuff and yeah. you know they're only coming out with more games um you know for that but um how often yeah. do you think you would need to buy a new one to keep up with uh, the uh maybe five years like if you're really into it yeah maybe like five years or so five years yeah uh, yes so but like uh, the, some of the smartest people like in the world are saying like this is the next step right and i'm not smart enough <laughs> or have enough evidence yeah to, like disagree with these guys, right yeah right? like so i believe them but i just don't like i don't use it and i've used one and I, actually the funny thing is i the first time i used one I used it for like an hour and like I think it burned like a thousand calories. Yeah, and you lose track of time, don't was, you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I have never boxed. Well, obviously yeah. I wasn't actually boxing. You got the Creed yeah. Creed game. Uh, whatever game. Yeah. My buddy had at the time. I like was like I started a career mode. <laughs> and so the first guy, you know, you murder. Yeah. Second guy, third guy, you just destroy. And then you start getting like hard fights. And then I got to these hard fights. I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking beat this guy. And like, I'm like, then I started like, you start trying. <laughs> like, it, it got to the point where I got to the last guy and I was like, yeah. I was like, this dude is like and you're, crazy hard. You're like looking up at him. Like he's so tall probably, right? Yeah. I'm looking up at him. I'm like, Trying to duck in, moving. Finally, realize how tired I am. I just took it off. I'm like, there's just a pool. Yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and you got to hand it off to the next guy, and he's like, wipe it off. Oh, like- I, I literally just collapsed <laughs> on the ground. I was like, I'm so tired, and I wiped everything down. But like, I, uh, I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I haven't actually gone out and bought one. The, the, I don't know. Have you played the Star Wars game? Which one? Like Squadron? Uh, For, Force Unleashed? No, no, no. It's like the one where you actually have like a... Lightsaber? Yeah. Uh, No. Okay. I've done like the Rogue Squadron one. Yeah, where you're like in the ship mainly. Yeah, like yeah, it's all yeah, dogfighting yeah. and like you're How like you're that? like in the X-Wing, really dude. Good. That's like the... That's probably the mo- one of the more immersive experiences, like VR experiences okay. I've done. So you're like, a Star Wars guy. Yeah. yeah. We could talk like, Star Wars decently. all day. We could talk Star Wars Decently. All. I'm not like a nerd about it, but like oh, I watch I the movies and like I don't... Like I haven't seen the Clone Wars yet, or but, anything. But, but that's a, that. that's that's fair. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like a lot of people miss out on the Clone Wars because yeah. it, it came out when we were kids, oh, right? I mean, yeah, I, I so I didn't actually watch that. Like when it came out, I ended up binging like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I want to say during COVID. Yeah, that's dope. Or like Rebels. And uh, yeah, that show. I regret watching. <laughs> <laughs> Any there's like there's like 15 minutes of that entire show. I liked and it involved Darth Vader. Okay. And besides yeah. those fifteen minutes, the whole show is trash. Okay. Um, but no, I always ask people this: uh, What did you do during COVID? Um, I think that was around the time I started getting into basketball, so just like working on my game, I guess. Like you know, love that my shot. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, I did Y ball in middle school and elementary school, and I was like dog shit at it like what is that what's why ball like ymca oh yeah okay, okay. and uh like I, I was just never ha- never had the confidence to like you know make the shot or you know 
you know, I, I had no handles, so I and just they, wanted to change that. Kansas and yeah, and, 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 you know, playing rec, playing at the rec, like, still dog probably, water. It's probably competitive out yeah, there. It's very competitive. Yeah. Like, every, and, like, the, the KU basketball players actually come down to the rec sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I've never, I don't want to step on this court with them because <laughs> I just get trampled over, but, um, yeah, I think it'd be cool though. You know, like those pickup games with like J. Cole and Drake. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't care, yeah. don't care guys. how trash I am. Like if I yeah. really have like, I haven't played in a long time, yeah. no confidence in my shot. I'll I'll, I'll play, play once. Yeah, yeah, I'll play once I'll play. or something. It's, like I, you don't have to shoot the ball. <laughs> you I don't play with these guys because apparently Drake is really good. Yeah, I've seen really good. Yeah. Uh, Lil Yachty said that he's hung out with Drake the past like seven months. <laughs> that's a flex that's just just to say that, that out loud is just yeah. a flex and a half seven months in a row with drake yeah just picking his brain learning from the guy seeing yeah, how probably, he moves probably you know making songs and stuff too but he said like drake trains like you know eats like the rock yeah <laughs> that makes sense like he goes hard in the paint and like it does make sense because he's like did you listen to that latest album are you like no i you're a rock guy yeah, rock, like okay. pretty much everything, but okay. yeah, I'm like late to the party with, you know, re- new releases and stuff, but you gotta, you gotta. highly recommend <laughs> this, this album will change your life. Rap album of the year. Better yeah. than, uh, whatever, whatever massive that, uh, yes. that last album. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, while I, I did like that album a lot. Okay. Yeah. This, yes. This, this is his own class. He's, okay. ba- he's back on his he's Drake back. vibes. Okay. Cool. And 21 just adds another element. Like the guy is so good. Just so good. How do you said this? It's like the, uh, uh, what's that? What a time to be alive. Time to be alive uh. of this year. Yeah. Oh my so God. You, re- you remember that album, right? You know, no Drake and future. Drake and future album? No, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not like a, yeah, like I, I don't know, who's like you, you know, your favorite artist. Uh, I would say like Foo Fighters. Okay, probably like right. you know yeah, that kind of thing. We're yeah, yeah, I'm pretty versatile. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I don't know like you know past works of everyone. Got it. You know, I, I'm very surface level with everything. Oh, sure, no, but, no worries. Yeah, sure. So you like the Peppers? Yeah, those are those guys are good too. Um, peppers. Yeah, Peppers yeah. are classic. Peppers are just yeah. You can just put them on in the background of whatever you're doing, oh, yeah. and they'll hit They're different. Big work vibe. Yeah. Yes. Have you heard like the, their newest one of their newest songs was like Black Summer? Uh, it's called Black Summer, and like it just sounds like old Peppers. Like I, I actually haven't, but I did know they were dropping a new album because uh, the lead singer was on Joe Rogan not too long ago. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I knew that was coming, but we gotta we gotta take a look. We'll listen. <laughs> no, we do. It's funny enough, is uh, yeah, I had a coworker who's like big, and I'm like. Punk rock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I've been getting slid a lot of suggestions, and uh, it, it's it's crazy that like there's I normally thought I had touched like most genres, mm-hmm. you know, of listening. The I don't really go. I don't like I don't like heavy metal, uh, or country. But but because we went to school in DeKalb, <laughs> um, <laughs> good luck. Not <laughs> Some form of country from either the some of the people or or our fraternity mates. Was there like yeah. a decent like music scene in DeKalb or like there was, uh, what, what scene was there? In <laughs> Gen- genuinely, I how think how would we describe the scene in DeKalb? I think the scene almost anywhere you go right now is going to be rap heavy. Okay, I think that a lot of our parties that we were at were most likely rap. They were rap heavy, but there was this. But there, then there was, there was pop. Subset. There was this subset. Like okay, yeah, seventy five percent of it was was rap. Mm-hmm. 
but the there's a remaining subset that was unavoidable for those of us who don't like country music. I got nothing yeah. against country music. Yeah, I just yeah. don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I get you. And there's some songs, right? Mind you, there's still some songs where I'm like, that's gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach Brown yeah. Band and everything. Yeah, I'm a big Morgan Wallen guy. Okay. Okay. Good guy. Listen, good guy. Uh, my girlfriend's a big country fan, so like, I kind of have to listen uh, from time to time. This is, this is what I'm talking. About. And um, listen, Morgan Wallen, dude, guy's got a good voice. Yeah. He's came out on the song with Lil Durk, which is a banger. banger. And he has a song with Diplo, which I'm even a bigger fan of. It's called Heartless. If you haven't listened to it, but, okay, um, write that down. It's it's like a it's a trap beat with like a country singer. See, this, so this it's, is, it's, it's good is, stuff. This is the kind of stuff that I like to hear. Yeah. Some evolution. It's some evolution, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, think about it. If you really thought of like that, you wouldn't have even thought of that 15, 10 years ago. No. Like, Dude, like I'm not sitting down listening to George Strait. Like I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh. Unless it's Drake talking about George Strait, I'm not listening to George Strait. I like, uh, I like the old soul songs. Mm. That yeah. for running... Country road. Yeah, no, not that one. Not that. <laughs> no, that. I like the the stuff. The stuff like like Otis. Yeah. Like I, don't I, know who that I is. like that. The the I original like the original the song. original the uh, Otis like you know Otis Redding like soul soul music. You don't know what soul music is? No. Uh, <laughs> like from the south or? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it like migrated up, but um, like early fifties and like forties, sixties. Um, Okay. Seventies two type soul music. Um yeah, we're versatile. We, we, okay. We touch, <laughs> we touch we touch all different parts. Okay. Definitely. But, you know, what you a Bulls guy? Yeah, yeah. Like up and or since like last year. A <laughs> little bit of like a shameless uh bandwagoner, but that's yeah, fine. You're not bandwagoning anything. It's your own city. Won, you said last year they haven't won anything. No. And you also well, I mean, lived your whole life. Yeah, I mean they just got a bunch of good players <laughs> last year. Yeah, I they're feel not like. gonna win anything. Though. Yeah, we'll see. Don't worry. Don't but trip. You I'm excited for like I'm I'm seeing them this Sunday or next Sunday. Oh, oh nice. There you so go. Nice. yeah, who do they play? They're playing Denver. So oh, good game. Yeah. So you get to see uh, Jokic. Yeah. League MVP. You get Murray. to see Jamal yeah. Murray. Yeah. Jamal Murray. Yep. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. That's a good squad, dude. And someone, uh, a guy from Kansas, uh, Christian Brown. Like just got drafted uh, this year by them, so I'm excited to see him again. So, right, okay. I need your advice on this college basketball wise. Mm -hmm. Give me your favorite team to get to the Final Four. Go. Ever. No, no. Right now, like with like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's kind of hard because it's it, the season's just starting. Right. I'm but not, I'm not. I'm not calling you a genie. Okay. Okay. You, okay. You, I need your expert opinion. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm no expert, but um, I think I think North Carolina has a good shot again okay. this year. Um, probably Gonzaga. I mean, he, they're like a you know pretty right. basic choice. Yeah, um, every year. I think Kansas. I mean, they they, they have a good is. team. They have a good <laughs> team. For yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I I hate to like you know list my first or my team first, oh, you but did. you did, yeah. <laughs> got to give credit to That's other fair. teams first, yeah. but um, you got to throw them in there. Yeah, though. we got we got some good freshmen coming in. Um, yeah, so I I've I have high hopes. So, but North North Carolina, I I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like there. we the, did, you watch that uh, finals game last year? Yep. Like oh my, like I I was watching it with my parents and. They they just would not shut up about like you know them losing at, in the first half and 
um they're like ah the game's over the game's over i was just like i, I had to leave the room you know like yeah. <laughs> so, so i can focus and like because i know that they're going to come back but it was just like the most nerve-wracking you know Kansas one of the most nerve-wracking experiences Abaji, right Is that Abaji, yeah right? yeah he he's was, on the jazz right now savage yeah he's on the jazz now yeah starting no on the bench oh but. right he would because go bears playing right mm. go bears on the timberwolves oh i said i'm so proud of it uh okay yeah, the only thing I know is Jalen Brunson is on the Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks aren't doing bad, though. No, they're they not. won yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's their record right now? Do you know? I want to say they're like five. Dude, I, I would love for the Knicks to be good. Like, I'm a Laker fan. I have been my whole life. Um, Grew up watching Kobe the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. But the Knicks have never, ever been good in my lifetime. But, like, the NBA is so much better when they are good. Um, and anytime like big market teams are just playing well and they're playing good, like it's, it, it makes the league better. I mean, it really they're does. Four and four. They're four and four. They're not like, well, that's fine. That's a good, that's a good Boston start. I also, I also like when the smaller market teams are like good though, like oh, the bucks, right. like that was just an awesome run that they made two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I hope they do it again. I mean, they're they're built, still undefeated they right built, now. So they built a, a, a potential dynasty here, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, that's not easy to do right so. i mean to your point you just mentioned like small you like when small market teams are good like, yeah i think right now is the best time for the nba and small market teams like you got the grizzlies who are really good Which the pelicans great for the nba mm-hmm. it's back in, ter- in terms of, this, of like there's no more super team the, yeah the, the nuts say warriors thing. yeah well no the nets i mean yeah, they fell apart. <laughs> so Kyrie Irving got suspended got suspended i think it's five games than, yeah five, five games and, and then nike Booted. Dropped him, yeah. Dropped him. I think they just suspended him as well. Well, I just—I don't know what that I means. I just want to say I, I have a pair of his July Fourths. <laughs> <years ago. laughs> Those things are incredible. Not not condoning his actions, but <laughs> I had some good shoes. I had a yeah. couple pairs. Separate but, uh, the art from the or the art, some, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these shoes came out well before he went on like a all, like a lot of the crazy stuff he did before he started saying the stuff he was saying. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Um. You know, when he was a really, he was just known as being a really good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, dude, yeah. you, actually, to get into Kyrie, I I kind of want people to realize how crazy this guy actually is. Um, okay, but he's, oh, I do want you to go into this. I just want everyone to understand, though, he wasn't crazy. No, no, th- this is my point. Like, this guy played 11 games at Duke as a rookie, as a freshman, okay? 11 games at Duke. And that was enough to convince the entire NBA that he was the number one draft pick that year. Let that sink in. Wow. This dude played 11 games and was hurt the rest of the year. And he still got drafted number one overall. Like, yeah. th- that's, that is nuts if you really, like, break that down. That doesn't happen. So the kid has been, like, he is superstar level talent. Mm-hmm. When he's healthy, when his mind's right, when he's in the game, he's the best point guard in the game. I think. I agree. I th- yeah, I think he's it's just, more fun to watch than stuff, honestly. I, I, he's had yeah. the, the best handles in the game. <laughs> the best handles I've yeah. ever seen on any point guard. I, I think I have ever seen. Yeah. yeah. He, he makes it look effortless, and this guy just goes on tears. Ever since the flat earth thing, that's when it all went downhill <laughs> for the guy. I don't know where he got that from. Like, no. Who is in this guy's ear? Yeah, I don't. It, the same guy in Tanya's ear. And Antonio uh, Brown's ear. <laughs> <laughs> I think all three of them have different people mm-hmm. equally insane in their ears, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. It's it's hard for me to like even say, like 
it's hard for me to call Kanye insane when I've listened to his music like for so long. Right. But like, yeah. You just watch that and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. We've talked about the documentary before and like the first two episodes are amazing because it's like him grinding and him recording everything at a time when like that just wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. Like he knew from an early age that he was going to be a winner and he wanted everything recorded. But then you go to episode three and it gets into like his current struggles, like mm-hmm. what he's actually like now. And clearly he's like, he's gone over the edge, man. Whether it's the fame, whether it's the relationship with his wife. I don't like, know how that woman sleeps at night. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Kardashians. He was completely normal before this whole marriage thing happened. And I mean, you know, I, I, I it's on him too, because you married a porn star. Well, she wasn't really a porn star. <laughs> I, she was a Kardashian that had a sex tape. Yeah. But like still, dude, like... Ray J, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're Kanye West, you could, you could, you could get a better selection pool. You can. Um, now that I think you know the family definitely helps because they're credit to uh, her mom because mm-hmm. she's a genius. Uh, has a lot of bringing to it because he was in massive debt, and Kim Kardashian paid off fifty million of his debt. When was that? Uh, like five, six years ago, he was in massive debt after leaving Nike from the the Yeezy stuff. Okay, Yeezys were with Nike first, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he went to Adidas, right? Who he's no longer with. <laughs> but yeah, in, in that whole process, and he kind of goes into it. So if you've seen like some of the short clips, besides the anti-Semitic parts, when he goes into the uh, business dealings that he's been like dealt with, mm-hmm. and like the constructive, like the real stuff that. He got fucked over on mm-hmm. uh, like he's you know he's in he's in deep water with lawyers mm-hmm. like just deep and you could tell like this guy's and i know how much these guys bill like they're billing like fifteen hundred dollars an hour like, mm-hmm. it's not cheap stuff i so. mean dude think about like that school he literally just opened and then closed now like how much money do you think he funneled into that thing and even his his church thing too, right? Because he had he was had like a traveling choir around the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was recording in the Sahara Desert with this choir. That okay. He'd take on the plane and like it's like. Wh- Sunday service, baby. Ah, uh, yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I don't know the the guy is he's he is a genius, but it's it's clear at some point along the line he kind of lost his way and. Um, he doesn't have the right people around him clearly because nobody's telling him to stop. And if they are, he just doesn't care anymore. I don't know. That's the thing though. I don't know if he can be stopped. You think it's just, you know what I mean? Like that? No, but like, I don't think there's anybody on earth that has enough power in Kanye's mind to override what he thinks. Mm. Yeah, he's already lost everything. So much more does he have to lose? Like, but. I don't know if there's a single person on earth that could convince this guy differently. Right. And yeah. hopefully there is. But at the same time, I don't know what he's got. What his grand plan says <laughs> has is. Next uh, presidency again? He's running. He, no, he's got he's the, not. In he's, 2024? He's got the hats. Still? Yeah. He's I just mean, playing dude, games. Like I want to yeah, know just... somebody donated to that. Game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody did. 
Somebody was just dumb enough to donate to that campaign. You remember he went on that rant in front of a bunch of people? Started crying. Started crying. He was wearing like a bulletproof vest. Oh, yeah. So, like, it was It was like everything from left field, this guy. I don't know. I Poetry would like slam. To, one time, Shiv, we got to go past his house. I would love to see it. It's in the I south would, side of I Chicago. Would Ooh. I would too. Because he owns Pretty that property. And, and Obama's. I would love to do that. I've, yeah, Obama's is right. At, it's, I think it's right next to the University of Chicago's yeah. campus. Hyde Park. Does he still own that? Yeah. The house? Okay. They're not. I don't think they're selling that. No. <laughs> yeah, well, he's opening his museum in uh, right by the so Museum I of Science. I really want to go to that. Yeah. Um, the library? Yeah, the library. Right. The library. Yeah. I, right. I just want to see it. You know? I, yeah. I, yeah. I've been to a couple presidential libraries in D.C. How were they? You, you know, they're all right. You know? But like, <laughs> this one's like a one that like we, Barack Obama, like, okay, we grew up with Bush. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We saw, you know, a lot of the Iraq war. Yep. Bush. Yeah. But like, we were all like eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. He was out of office. So, you know, you kind of don't really credit that. Obama, we saw run. Mm-hmm. That was like the first president. And I remember. I don't know if you remember Same. this. Same. They p- took us all in the gym. In the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and made us watch the inauguration. They didn't do that for Trump. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. But they, 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 they were like really stressing how important this was. I just remember that mm-hmm. in at that age, and so yeah, we saw it. Probably it, like it probably wasn't because he was a Democrat; it was because you know no, first African American. No, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with party affiliation, but um, I think I think also we were in high school, and that one when Trump got elected. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was different. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he was also a younger guy too. That was like yeah, you know, something different. Mm-hmm. Forty four when he got elected. Uh, did you take AP Gov? Yeah, the only AP class that who I did, took. Who did you take it with? Smith. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I, I took it with the other guy. Okay. <laughs> the other guy had a has a picture. Obama came to Naples Central in like 04 when he was running for Senate. Mm. And uh, the, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, like he's got a picture with him and he's like, he's cheesing real hard. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was just cool to see it, like to see that guy just accomplish that, Mm -hmm. like that in and of itself, nothing to do with like his actual presidency or policy. Just Mm -hmm. the feet alone is like, yeah, yeah, you know, pretty incredible. And he climbed the ladder quick then. You said in like, oh, four, he, he got, uh, elected to the Senate. Mm -hmm. So he, I think he was in Illinois Senate and then he went. I don't know if he was a house rep for like a year. I have no clue, but yeah. So he got kind of, he oh, got, he was picked. He was picked. Yeah. He was, picked. Yeah. He was like the golden boy. Okay. Yeah. I that mean, makes sense though. And He's... that's the thing, right? Because Obama not only had a very good like public image, but privately the actual way you get into the presidency is playing this sick game that these guys <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and he was able to play the game and perfectly like, and save the face mm-hmm. like he won twice lots of these steps were executed very yeah. very well <laughs> to get here none of this was by genuine luck yeah 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 so um yeah and there's a reason like okay trump got elected and then he lost you know and I, we're not going to go into all that. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know he didn't pull it off that's all i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Very choice here so, um, but I wanted to get back to, uh, like, so, like software, software engineering type stuff, because mm-hmm. I want to know, like, 
do you see a greater demand for the for the industry and then like what more specifically like do you build now that's actually it's a good question um i mean there's always gonna be demand for it um i mean it's kind of like a basic answer but like um like just the like just as an like a basic need now yeah it, it is yeah and, and just like computer literacy is just it, it's a need oh it's a necessity mm-hmm. like yeah and um there's no way around that like uh you remember type to learn sorry to backtrack yeah yeah type to learn yeah 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 just like just using computers like to solve problems is really important you know mm-hmm. and it, i can't even remember like the last time i like wrote like you know wrote on paper just <laughs> during work and stuff no, it's I all on the computer on yeah so it's mm-hmm. just like typing's important um you know learn like there's a lot of math that goes into programming and um just like just using the tools at hand to problem solve it doesn't have to be math or anything it's just like whatever you want to you know figure out it's just important um and a computer is just another tool so does that answer your question it does does (laughs) because that's 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 how you guys think about things yeah yeah you know i feel like we look at coders and software engineers as like what do they do? And it's like, and the, at the end of the, at the root of it, you know, they're just using a tool to solve a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and it's what we've done since the beginning of time. You right. Know, use tools to solve problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing that's different though is you build the tools that yep. people use to solve the problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that in and of itself is like a different like world because, and the reason I asked too is because in my industry, right, in, in, in accounting, I have noticed, you know, with now that I've developed some knowledge of like how to actually do stuff, right? How or m- more opposed like how stuff's done. Mm-hmm. I can see that there's a better way that we could do it, but I just don't know how to You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like I can see that there's a way to use technology that is being developed. Just haven't made the connection, connection I guess. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. for instance, like blockchain mm-hmm. is is just a it it, it allows the tran the transfer of data is more seamless. Yeah, essentially, right, and it allows multiple things that can communicate with the blockchain to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's just the right application of it like exactly and knowing and that that's part of computer science computer engineering whatever like it's just knowing the right tool and um tool for the job it doesn't have to be like super complex it could be like the simplest thing you know and you know we we always prefer like simpler solutions too because you know we we want to be able to pass this knowledge down to you know future workers new hires and um you know and and there's also a huge community in like the computer science software engineering world is like is just knowledge sharing and you know having that community so, um, so you would you would say that you guys are pretty open with each other like there's no yeah i mean keeping. obviously i'm not <laughs> i'm not you know giving trade secrets to like uh you know well, another competitor but it's like difference between like illegal and yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah yeah um you know that's it, interesting i would you would think that a lot of those guys would gatekeep a lot of stuff but you guys are really I, collaborative. The, yeah, the, the culture is really collaborative now. I think, yeah. I think that, that is pretty dope. I mean, yeah. you would agree, right, that that's only a benefit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can only learn more from each other, you know, as, as like, cliche as that sounds. But um, I, and I, I'd rather learn from a human being than, you know, 
a computer video, yeah. or yeah yeah i mean even youtube is like a great resource for stuff but mm-hmm. um you know just like having the open dialogue is really nice to you know have so yeah it's always it's so much easier when someone's explaining it to you because like when i'm learning tax code stuff like you know you could only understand that first pass so much you need someone who really understands it to like dumb it down for you even more and you're like okay yeah you know, now I get it. But right. like, was learning this stuff a struggle initially, or did you pick it up really fast? Or it was it was a pretty big struggle actually. Um, like I, I was like through everything, I always felt like I was like kind of like the middle guy, just like bare like kind of keeping up to like the you know people that were always like picking stuff up at you know pretty quickly. Um, and. Uh, yeah, but you know, you just continue building knowledge and you know bouncing ideas off each other. So, um, but, yeah. So, so when did you say you kind of got over that hurdle? I think the hurdle was probably actually like sophomore year of college, okay, freshman year ish. In the yeah. grand scheme of things, though, how how long was that really? Three years ago. No, no, but I mean like oh. from the span of you starting to the span of you getting over that hurdle. Yeah, like a year or two. Right. So I, yeah, I, it's it's like not no, like that, yeah. you you can't you can't like expect yourself to be an expert in everything like that's that's like one of my biggest flaws i think is just like having the humility to you're you know being humble enough to mm-hmm. you know say like okay i suck at this right now i need to like you know slow down practice like you know like i i did piano for a while and it's so easy to just to like you know want to play the song and you know right. start to you finish know, right? start to yeah. finish yeah like i know how this goes and everything and you know do it full speed with both hand, both hands, but you know that's just not how it goes. Um, mm. And like, so I also joined a uh, a pool league, like billiards, league, oh, that's like nice. a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. And um, you know, I thought I was good at pool, like playing at bars <laughs> and stuff. But like these guys, like, and it's an amateur pool they're league. Psychos, yeah, yeah. like crazy, yeah, <laughs> like, and it, it's it's a lot like chess in a way because um, you got to know where the white, like the cue ball is going to be like, you know, four or five steps ahead where they're going to hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Know where to hit it. And then like, there's like safeties involved and stuff. So it's just like, I don't know. It just, I have to take the time. Learn that there was a, there was another level to a game. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I just, you just have to take a backseat and, you know, chill and learn. Just that's how I felt with, so I got pretty, I'm pretty deep into poker. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and every time I like, figure out that there's a new level i feel i feel the exact same <laughs> yeah like i'm like i'm so stupid yeah i didn't like think of this before and then you start thinking about all the stuff you used to do that you now would never do and I, it's all part of the process right you mm-hmm. know and it it yeah like, i'm assuming you've gone through stuff where it's like it took you forever yeah to but figure this problem we all we all made it out you know right. like yeah <laughs> like I, i'll look at like old school projects from college and be like Man, who wrote who wrote this shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> just knowing what I know now, but you know, it's just yeah, all part of the process. It's just the development of, of you as a person. It's yeah. really what it is. What uh, what softwares do you use when you like um collaborate? Do you use like GitHub, Kanban? Yeah, GitHub, Jira, Jira for like project management, stories, things okay. like that. Um, I mean, stories are just like tasks um that you get. Um, we also use like Miro, which is like a whiteboard program but essentially what all of these are is they're basically forums correct yeah that you can yeah. post your code someone yeah. can copy and paste it and then and they'll figure or it out take for it you yes yeah. basically right right yeah well github yeah that's they that's kind of the whole idea is like open source you can you know take people's ideas but like um for like my company we have like a private 
like organization so no one can see that shit so oh, it's gotcha. yeah right it's more you know i was, I was gonna say there's yeah. no open forum like that necessarily for accountants with complex <laughs> issues because it's like i would have to describe to you a lot of characteristics that are mm-hmm. confidential about mm-hmm. you know the client and it, it you just can't really do that but sometimes like i've seen that happen where it's like this is a brand new problem <laughs> Oh, you know, you're on the cutting edge. Yeah. yeah. Is there, yeah. is there not like a stack overflow or like math exchange, like website thing? Oh you... brother. Um, so listen for school. Yes. <laughs> There's ample resources okay. to solve problems you get in school. The problems you get in practice are like well beyond anything. in a Okay. Mm hmm. Because you're delineating, like at a, like when they write these big problems, right? Big accounting problems. They have to, they have to write a lot of stuff that may or may not be relevant, but they're numbers and they factor in in some way. And it's like that takes a long time. When I'm working, you know, in practice, the I have all this information about a business that mm-hmm. exists that I need to like look at and and, yeah. and understand and pay attention to because it affects something that I'm working on for that particular client, right? And it's like there'll be an issue that they have through their history of running the business that just hasn't happened before. And if you think about it, there's new businesses all the time, which means there's new problems, right? Mm-hmm. There's new regulations all the time, which means there's new problems. Yeah. And then stuff will get passed in Congress that, you know, not, they've thought through, right? They've thought well through. It, there's been you know, uh, writing, whether it's from the IRS through like publications on how to do things a certain way. But even then there's something that they didn't think of Hmm. because you just have no clue it applies. So there's like, it's impossible unless you know somebody who knows what they're talking about. And then like, so in my industry, it's more like, no, you need to know the person because that person just needs to know with yours. It's like, there's, there's ability to, to do that because you're building the, you're building the tools. Yeah. You know, as yeah. opposed to we're sol- trying to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good way of putting it. I feel like accounting too, the more you talk to me, like after work and stuff, it seems like it's very niche in a lot of ways. Oh, it's a lot more niche than like, niche. but but the thing is like a normal person talking about accounting is not going to think that like, they're just going to think, Oh, accounting is just this math thing that you do to you see your debt to income ratio. No, like they don't it's hilarious too because especially people who go into audit, people will tell them all the time, like when you say, I work in accounting, work in public accounting. Oh, so you'll do my taxes? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like No. <laughs> no. Picture like picture in a like a heart surgeon versus someone who does like really complex dentistry. Like two completely different things, doctors in their own right, right? You know, like, uh, or a bone doctor and a heart surgeon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like, yeah, I know I've talked your ear off about, you know, uh, so wait, you can't do my taxes or. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I, could I do them? Do I, would I, I have enough knowledge to understand how to do them? Okay. okay. Return? Like, yes. Just checking. Yeah. I do. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it the best use of my time? <laughs> Everybody's taxes? No. It's not the area I work in. So I do most yeah, corporate yeah. stuff. But um, at the end of the day, uh, what I say to so what I say to people like our age, right? Do you own any property? You do. You own property? 
Well, I mean, st- all right, yeah, not not like land or anything. No, 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 no. I, I'm so I'm sorry. I mean, like real property, like a house. Apartment. No, okay, no. You own stocks though, right? Yeah. Okay. You have a 401k plan. Yep. Right. Uh, another. You have any other? Like you have a Roth IRA. Or, yep. Right. Okay. Uh. You earn your salary, and you know, let let's for the argument purposes say you have you know some supplement side business on the side, right? You know, everybody's got a little, little side gig. Uh, your taxes aren't that hard. You could you and when like people say they're scared of turbo tax, it's like, well, you're probably not because you're a software engineer. But like, that's that's what I mean by like that is, that's just the first step mm-hmm. of where like, if software engineers and accountants work together, mm-hmm. that the whole damn thing's gonna get blown off the top because you could do so many more things mm-hmm. that used to require manual labor to do. By manual labor, I mean like you know, someone yeah, someone has to do it. This, doing yeah, that. right. Um, so but yeah, like like you said, Ed, it's very niche in like a hundred different areas, and that's why the CPA is four exams over four almost related but not things. Yeah, four okay. cousins of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, test. that's something I'm like very lucky not to have to do is like some external test to do you know what I <laughs> do my job. That is like nice. like even like. mechanical engineers have to do like the pi or pe exam or whatever yeah um i just never had to do that (laughs) do you think a master's is beneficial for someone who wants to get into software engineering or do you even have one or i just have a bachelor's okay so no (laughs) yeah like from this can you just do this is it possible to become a software engineer without going to college going to college um, I, I think, I mean, that's popping up more and more, I think, mm-hmm. um, like Google has a cert- certificate program, boot camps are, are all over the place. Um, I think it's just the culture of like the companies looking for that college for degree. degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I, you know, it's kind of public knowledge now that like Tesla doesn't like that Elon Musk doesn't care about college Elon degrees. College, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, it, it just depends on the company, but it, it doesn't, I think it's still beneficial to go to college. Yeah, um, for sure. For we, that, sure, okay, sure. And I'm assuming you know that Kansas experience is is yeah, is, yeah, is one to laugh <laughs> yeah. and enjoy. Yeah, right? so right. I mean, it's also not the answer to everything, too. Hundred percent. But the, the the point I was trying to get with that is is like, it's freaking possible. You know, like mm. there's a lot of things you can't do without a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, in your area, not only is it complex, and you can make a lot of money. But you don't have to. Go, you don't have to, right? Like, right. Obviously, like you said. Yeah. Highly encouraged, suggested. Yeah, and you have to be really self-driven to like learn all that on your own, mm-hmm. and like want to build stuff like that. Like. So I was gonna ask when you learn languages, like tell me like the first one, and then like what you're working on now, when you're like with programming languages. Yeah, I mean, when I started out, it was all it was all Python, which is very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you take it in high school? Yeah, one and two. You made that. Yeah, you made that blackjack game. Uh, n- I don't remember that. No. Really? Yeah. You got Epstein. Yeah, for one. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. You got to do the blackjack game. I, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> really? I only remember the the light. Uh, you remember the, the traffic pizza? light one? Pizza? Yeah, she would always bring in pizza. Like. No. <laughs> Damn, you don't remember I, much. No. <laughs> she was with that one older dude, right? I forgot his name. I don't even know. Fuck. Him. There's so many teachers and shit. I, know. I don't know. Our school is fucking huge. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, continue. Um, but yeah, I started, started with Python, just kind of like a basic language. You don't have to learn about like compilers or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. all interpretive, which just means that 
the program is going to read line by line by line and not turn it into some like external patch package, which is like what Java does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you know, like, like Minecraft, yeah. like it, it came in like a jar file, like that's like a, the like external, like, um, you know, does output that code. Your mind that how, how big of a game came from. Yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. That's crazy. Simple. Right. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That's just, you know, one of those things. Um, Honestly, it's not about learning the, like the languages. It's learning about like the you know. It's not being like the master at each language. It's all about like learning as you go. Jack of all trades. Yeah, 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 and like learning like as I said, like making sure that what you're using is like the best tool for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how it is. Yeah. Okay. So then, what what did you do? You didn't do much after uh, Python, Java. Oh, um, well, like in in college we did c plus plus okay that's um, i feel like that's like the yeah because that's when you learn about like the compiler and um it's it a little like bit more right complex step up is there like a is c plus plus like the big leagues or like what's the big leagues of, of, of like what do you mean like like, like what they use what, in industry or yeah, yeah like, um i mean it, it's just whatever the company wants to use you know like i like for my company like we use um like golang java python javascript um, okay. JavaScript is like the main one so for really front end stuff, but still in all of these. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know having an open mind and being willing to learn. Like, and the skills all are transferable, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like like the, the syntax other. is pretty similar. As I said, like you know the learning being a master at one language can be transferable to another language. It's just like mm-hmm. you know understanding the syntax. Syntax is how they communicate, correct? How the words or how, how, are, line, how it's how written. written. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. So do you do anything with like data analysis or have you done anything with like that, like Tableau, SQL? Uh, I mean, I mean I've done SQL, Power BI. Um, but none of that stuff, not, not Tableau, no, uh, no Power bridge. BI. No, no. Okay. No, okay. I, I mainly, I'm, I'm full stack. So it's mainly like, um, like Rich. building the backend systems, yeah. like I, servers. And th- I like was that. always confused about that too. Cause I see job and uh, job descriptions that like, they'll say full stack developer as opposed to just like a normal yeah, they, developer. They, they, yeah. Like they, the full said, stack. Are you, are you in the big leagues? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it, it, exactly. it's, they're both very general. Um, okay. I think it's, I think they mostly mean the same thing. Okay. Like, you know, backend is mainly like server building and, um, you know how how the different systems communicate with each other, and the front end is like what you see on the website or application things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also like UI UX design, which is also really cool. Like you kind of get into like how people think um, about the products that they're using and the, kind of the experience that you're building because it's you know all you're seeing is just like this flat screen. You're not like holding it, holding like you know, a physical cup or anything. It's uh, like and, you're, yeah. yeah. And the way you interact with it is kind of, kind of dictates how they enjoy the product. And, um, and the thing about software engineering is like, it's so easy to just make a simple change and it doesn't, again, it doesn't cost anything to make that change. You know, there's not a bunch of manufacturing that has to go into like, you know, building a handle for a cup or something like that. You know, if the customer really wanted that. Um, so that's just something, I, another thing I really like about it. There, I saw this uh, post on Reddit one time, and it basically was this software developer who was asking other software developers like which job he should take. So he had gotten an offer from an investment bank, an offer from a tech company, and then an offer from a smaller tech company. 
and basically the answer that one of the, the answer that got the most upvotes was the answer that said at an investment bank you're just gonna be a tech guy, you're just gonna be like um like IT. That's mm-hmm. what they're gonna treat you as. Mm-hmm. As a tech company, you're actually gonna get to like work on like solvable problems and you'll actually kind of do more things that you want to do and build more things Mm -hmm. and then at the small tech company you'll probably have the best experience because um you're working with like a small group of people and you're going to know kind of the ins and outs of that entire like company right Uh, so do you agree with that or is that something i think yeah for the most part i agree with that like i work for a really like really big company it's not necessarily a tech company um but we do have a big technology organization that they um only like yeah only recently they are really pushing technology and it's becoming its own kind of entity in a way i mean not that they would make technology for other companies but it was you know um but yeah i do agree with you with that okay um and 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 on the other end on on my end there's there's focus on and I see this where you know the IP, the the you know proprietary stuff that a lot of these companies have made. First of all, has value, right? Mm-hmm. And second mm-hmm. of all, like it has a lot of value, uh, and, and sometimes is like the crux of the business, right? And I mean, uh, depending on what area you're in, even if it's simple stuff, right? Like, it, there are software applications that could make your local donut shop operate like way better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just about being and, number one, building them. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I have a point after. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say like, that's, that's another thing that we're, that my company is kind of focusing on. I work in the marketing space of uh, my company or marketing te- technology. And what my team kind of does is we build like internal tools for, our designers of the website and different things like that. And um, one of the things that we're trying to focus on is um, like, what's the outcome we're going for with the things that we build and not outputs. Cause like outputs are like the features, the applications that you build and things like that. And um, the outcome is kind of like what your um, like, what kind of behaviors are we trying to get for our customers to drive that business value? Um, you know, making sure that the things that we're building has value and is going to, you know, you know, push our company in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, and, and with software, it's kind of hard to navigate that as well because we all we're all kind of pigeonholed into like, OK, this this feature is going to do everything. This this feature is going to be great. It's going to create so much value. But like we have to know, like, OK, what are we trying to get the customer to do to get to this value? And then what kind of features can we build from that? And then it's yeah. You're the it's a whole different process. You're the first person to use pigeonhole in the correct setting, in the correct <laughs> sentence. I I think that I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. Um, besides <laughs> J- Jersey Drake, um, but, that, but sorry, I just had to throw that out there. Uh, but back to Shiv's point, he made a good point about um, how essentially like the software developer is the, is the company. They're in a necessity, right? Right. And how like they can maximize uh, the growth of a company. Like they can make small things so much better. But is, so for you, is there like a niche of, of software developers that could work hourly or on a project to do that? To like, let's say I have a small business. I want to make it way more. Um, I just wanna, I want to. I want the best integration I can. Yes. What? tech you know exists yes mm-hmm. can i hire a software developer hourly or like 
for a just period as, of time. Like, like a contractor, right, freelance. For, a, for yeah. a contractor for like two, three months. Hey, can you do this for me? Once yep. this is done, yep. contract ends. Yeah, I know I know plenty of people in my company that do that. Okay. That kind of and, thing. And even then, you Upwork. Know, once you have enough. Yeah, right. Upwork mm-hmm. is, that, is the main site that does that, right? Uh, but even from there, like you can start generating ideas of even someone who doesn't know how to code at all, right? They get enough of time, right, with software engineers. Because, right, f- like to reiterate kind of like your role, right, it's you are giving the creative the tools to be more creative. I guess. Um, that, I guess that's one. one the creative more tools to push the, you know, the value the value adds of the company. Yeah, I guess you could say that too. Because um, more or less they decide, right? What what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? The customers it's, and it's all about the users. Locations and what they can't, what they can put out versus what they want to put out. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're you're bridging that gap. Yeah, and and it's also, it's not all about you know the customer complains and then okay we go and fix it. You know, it's like kind of having that balance of like okay. How can is, you make the customer experience right. better? Yeah, yeah. And what we think is going to drive value for the customer and for ourselves, too, because, you know, you're, you're a business and you want to make money. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So you yes. have to. Yeah. And the thing about software is that the in, there's zero incremental cost once it's built. Uh, right. To, to, it's to, it's to human. Obtain, to obtain a new customer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't need to employ more people for them to use the software. Right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting to hear because it – in a way, I I always thought like I'm like they're they're builders, right? No, but you guys are actually builders. Mm-hmm. Um, which which is funny because you were bringing up stereotypes before. You need to be kind of, from what I've gathered, creative. Yeah, yeah, and in everyone. A way. Yeah, and everyone. I mean, it's a little cliche, but like everyone is creative. It's just like you have to have that little thing to unlock that. You know, mm-hmm. that's something I learned through schooling and all that. Um, and you gotta have to have, have the passion to be creative too, you know. What's the thing you're most proud of building? Um, I think the thing I'm most proud of was probably like the capstone project that I was talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the DoorDash for the the school. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was, it was something that I I've never done like iOS development before. Okay. And um, I just kind of took that took that project and you know worked with my teammates, my friends, and you know, build something cool. So some, something from totally the ground up and yeah. Yeah. That now that stuff is the cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Making a real change. The original ideas. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. So I mean, it, <laughs> it wasn't totally original because DoorDash existed by, back then, you know, but, um, well, you know, but it's one of those things where, uh, this is like, and this is kind of venturing into my world mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, yeah. they don't, they have, you know, DoorDash, Uber Eats unlocked a new market. Right. Right. Yeah. They, and, and they will be rewarded for that. Right. Yeah. They found a new market. They have generated money out of thin air because yep. something that people didn't know they wanted now exists. Yeah. yeah. And they don't own shit. Like, <laughs> right. right. They don't, well, they don't their have... business model yeah. is what's hurting them. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like thinking conceptually, like, what did Facebook do? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They gave you something that you didn't know you wanted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the biggest drive through. Same thing with Tesla, right? You didn't mm-hmm. know you wanted an electric car until that thing rolled up on the screen, mm-hmm. right? But within that, there are areas that have been unlocked that they they haven't touched. Right. And it's like, well, 
if someone were to build a very effective dorm food DoorDash mm-hmm. system, yeah. it would be profitable right. for that university mm-hmm. right, right. to do. Um, obviously, it takes probably a lot longer and a lot yeah, you know, high politics skilled, involved politics too. Involved, yeah, highly skilled individuals to yeah. build it and get it through. But either way, like that, that right there is just a fantastic lesson. In, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that there's a big dog in in a business. If you have a specific niche that you can target, right? They can't target. You can make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Know, just and, in that bubble. And one of the things that my company kind of emphasizes is like, even though I'm like a you know software engineer one or software engineer one, um, they kind of reiterate that, you know, just because you're at a certain level doesn't mean you should be limited by that. You know, you should, yeah. it's the really level playing field of like, you know, who has a voice and, um, you know, if you have that next solution or um, something you want to talk to like the man, like the director about, um, mm-hmm. they really keep that open because of that. Um, we've, we've only been like on the up, upswing of things, you yeah. know, through the pandemic and everything. And it's just something that, you know, it's a it's a winning organization. So how's how's the hierarchy work uh, in your field? Like you just mentioned, you're a software engineer one. So what's, yeah, what's next after that? Um, what's after that, like different companies have different things, but like for me, it's software engineer one, two, senior staff soft, software engineer, principal, distinguished uh, engineer, and then there's like that's like the engineering route. But if you want to go manager, it's like manager and then um senior manager director senior director and okay up that way so, so so what do you mean like the so the You're saying there's two different paths yeah so the but the, to dis- a degree, the yeah. distinguished engineer is not your manager no my manager is my manager so you're the distinguished engineer is just like a really highly paid yeah. software engineer he, paid more than the senior managers um yeah in general yeah yeah he okay. he or she will be like like they're the ones that will you know make the decisions of like you know what? What kind of technology should we be exploring? Mm-hmm. Um, design. A lot of design goes into that. Um, I actually have a one-on-one this Monday with my like our distinguished engineer. Cool. Um, so I'm not like totally familiar with what they do, but I I know it's a lot of high-level stuff. Like they think a lot about business and work with directors and things like that um, to get the you know work done. They it kind of you know waterfalls down. So that's kind of cool. Cause like if you're less of a people person, in my opinion, I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're less of a people person, take the distinguished engineer out. Don't and have I, to manage I, people. I, in general, it's if you have more specialized knowledge too, right? Yeah, and it, it's just the experience that you you have that gets you there, and you know, being willing to innovate and you know work like like uh, like I will kind of disagree with you on that. Like okay. th- there is a lot of you know social. Um, there is a big social aspect in mm-hmm. you know engineering. Um, and that's that is how you kind of rank up. Okay. Um, what would you say, like, so the managers though, are they are they? Oh, the, more of a people person. More of a people person, but how much more or less of, you know, technical knowledge do they need to attain? I think, level? I think more or less the same technical really? knowledge. Yeah. Um, but they they do. I I would say they they have more focus on just like organizational. Sk- thing like you know daily operations i guess okay um i don't know it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> no no i, I understand but, i understand what you're saying but um, yeah like yeah because in some industries um not mine but in yeah. some industries you yeah know, you can kind of be less technical mm-hmm. you know and and you know make it 
make it pretty high up the managing route. But yeah. it's funny you say that because that was a misconception in my head was that like the the team leader or like the manager, right, who's running whatever project you're doing, like they're more they're more ra- they're more there like Steve Jobs ask and rallying the troops mm-hmm. as opposed to like I, I just wanted to ask, how rare do you think that is that a guy of such little knowledge, technical knowledge, was able to cultivate a bunch of guys with a, a and yeah. girls, right with a lot of technical knowledge right. to build something like literally made out of this world, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it just goes with the times, um, and like he had a distinct vision of like what he wanted to you know make. Um, so I think just having, I think having the vision is really important. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it's very rare. <laughs> it's very rare. I, I don't know how you <laughs> yeah. can do that. Well, I think there's also a reason why he was not the nicest person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he just didn't understand right. what you guys are going through to build mm-hmm. what he's asking for. Mm-hmm. But, right. I mean, to be fair. He worked. Uh, I got that 14 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Um, so who was uh who was someone to kind of like look up to I guess who's like your inspiration when it comes to software engineering because like I feel like most industries have like at least a person like even in the business world like people like Warren Buffett like someone like that like is there an equivalent to that in the software engineering world that like you maybe watch their videos or they're a motivational speaker now or they've like started in the game when it was like 1990 and computers were just being built like what's the what's your kind of thoughts yeah, um, I think, I mean, there's a couple of, like, staff engineers that I really look look up to at my company. Um, okay. But on YouTube, there's a guy called uh, Kevin Naughton Jr., um, who's, like, who's really, like, a regular guy mm-hmm. when it comes to software engineering. He works at Google, um, and he does a lot of videos on, like, you know, interviewing and things like that. And okay. he's just, like... Those I don't know. He really best, too. Like it's like we never had access to that. Yeah, before. I know. Like that that TikTok era, right? Because I've seen that, right? Like mm-hmm. I'll get some of those coding videos on yeah. like how to apply for a software yeah. or a tech interview. And yeah. this is what you have to say. And yeah. this is what your resume has to look like. And mm-hmm. we get it for all of our industries. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of the advice is pretty broad based. You can yeah, it is. Like, yeah. it's like make sure your resume is spell checked. That's yeah. for <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. make sure it's formatted correctly. Yep. You know, yeah. like simple stuff, but like even more specialized. Um, we never like we had we would go to the computer lab and yeah. we would talk to somebody once right. a year in high school mm. right. to to figure out what you wanted to do. Now if you're in high school or early college or anytime, you can just go on TikTok yeah. and there's mm. someone there who like there's a lot of fluff, right? Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With everything. Mm-hmm. There's like that's just wrong. It's and it hurts me too, because when I see like bad tax advice that people are actually gonna <laughs> yeah. go out there and try this stuff. You just go on a tirade in the comments or No, I, I just bottle it inside because <laughs> my, my reaction would not be permissible mm-hmm. for yeah. tiktok okay i would violate guidelines nice. yeah. i spoke up uh i so saw I'm, I'm constantly finding a way to explain to them that how wrong that is mm-hmm. in a nice way but yeah people will believe you know anything they see yeah, yeah. uh where'd you see i saw this guy on tiktok yeah, <laughs> yeah. fact check i need guy. one more layer twitter yeah. screenshot i saw it on the twitter just screenshot I, like, I need like, one more layer of yeah reason, yeah right but yeah. regardless like you get someone who's like i work eight years at google yeah like, mm. all right what do you, what do you got what do you for have me? to say yeah. uh, you're, yeah. you're basically spewing the bible as yeah yeah. I'm yeah um no that's so true i think uh information is so accessible now like there's no excuse for you for you to not 
go absolutely balls to the wall when it comes to doing something. Like, there, there's no, like, barrier to entry, really, as much anymore. Like, I can't even imagine, even before we were born, like, the connections people would just kind of have to make to get into an industry. Now it's like, okay, I can look up this video on YouTube or TikTok, and I can find out exactly what I need. And that's the beautiful thing about tech, too, is, like, like you, you know, you said at the beginning of this podcast, there's no gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. There's that that Google certification's free. Mm-hmm. You can take a bunch of stuff on Coursera mm-hmm. for free. You don't get the certification, but you take it for free. And then, you, like, let's say you go and build something. Well, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what's more valuable, certification or this thing I built that I could walk you through? Right. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It really probably depends. Both, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect world, both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, that's not how it works in my world. You yeah. have to go to school. Mm-hmm. To and there's not enough good online teaching for accounting and just in general mm-hmm. to like really get that education. With tech, like I have seen story after story after story <laughs> about people who had nothing. Yeah. Just used their shitty computer, like not even anything crazy, you know, or mm-hmm. went to a library where you know you can use a computer for free yep. and they learned how to code and now they make three hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars six years later and it's yeah. like, that is an incredible freaking story. Yeah. Yep. No debt, none of that, you know, like that. Yeah, you cool. don't have to do it in your garage anymore. I mean, you can, but like, mm-hmm. um, like you a lot do of those. it out of your car. Worse yeah, like a lot of, <laughs> lot of those like cloud services and, or like, you know, having servers like AWS. in your garage and stuff. Yeah, like the, all that's available in the cloud now. And it's mostly free if you don't have a lot of traffic. Um, so that's like but another. Even if like you could get a small server. Yeah. For not much, right? Yeah, and you can learn with that too. Right. Yeah. Um what's the best um the best free application if someone's trying to learn how to code? What would you suggest? Um I mean YouTube. That's how okay. I that's where I go for everything. But like all to my a- issues. But like to actually do it. Um for yeah, I would say like Firebase. Okay. Um like that's like a good backend service. Like it's by Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a little bit more simple than Google cloud platform or, um, AWS. Um, also if you're like into, into design, Figma is a big, uh, tool, um, for like UI UX stuff. Uh, they just got bought by Adobe. Adobe yeah. $20 billion. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, um I just hope they don't have like a paywall cause that, that's also free. Like Figma is free. So okay. I read into it because I was like, Oh, Adobe bought somebody for twenty billion. Who's this? Who are these people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Figma, like Adobe bought Figma because Figma was like growing at a dumb pace, and essentially like a better version. It's a it's way more simple to use than Adobe. Yeah. Yep. So Adobe basically decided to just <laughs> let me buy the competition. Yeah. And buy them. Yeah. And that, so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they just paid them off. I mean, that's a big payoff. Yeah. How much better does Adobe get by acquiring Figma? Is this more just to make them go away? Um, I mean, I think they can get some inspiration from them for sure because, you know, obviously the paywall and Creative Cloud and all that, like that's that's a huge barrier. Okay, but um, it's free, but, so how does Figma make money? Um, well, if you're like in an enterprise team, usually you have to pay. You have to pay. Yeah, yeah. I think they make money for the, through that because I haven't seen any ads on it either mm-hmm. um but if it's, if you're just by yourself it's free and it's like a lot of the same model with um you know github that's a lot of open source stuff you can pull artifacts from other people like if mm-hmm. you want like an eye like the 
like the different like home screen icons for like the iPhone or like you know yeah. the scroll up or whatever. Um, you can kind of get all those artifacts and yeah. Cool. Damn. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really really cool tool. But how about you guys? Like, what's your inspiration in your field? M- uh, mostly like for me, it's mostly people like can't say names of but oh. <laughs> I, uh, either at, at work with them yeah yeah or, or like uh you know it's probably like a lot of mostly professors i will say like there's guys that i've met that you know do other things now mm-hmm. that went the route that i currently went uh but like like big hedge fund managers sometimes like one okay. of them, like uh the ceo of uh, Steve Hull, a guy we know, uh, mm-hmm. Ron Kashevsky. Okay. Uh, he's, he was a CPA. Right? Okay. So, um, but like not really my, my role, my, my job's not glamorous. So it's, and it's showing you another path, like kind of thing. N- not even like it's, a, I have a lot of mentors that, you know, they went the full path. Okay. You know, like yeah. they're at the partner level now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, I have those mentors too, but, um, that inspire me to do stuff. But, not necessarily like anybody that's like a big nobody on YouTube convinced me to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I agree. in fact, most of them were like, I, I learned everything I learned myself through, like mostly. You know who deserves a freaking prize? The guy who made Chegg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's no, incredible. Because he not only gave me the answer, he taught me how to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. And that was the most important part. Yeah. My tests weren't like. You couldn't cheat on my test. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you had to learn it. Yeah. But I didn't know like the, the way step by step. some people like some people's teaching style, I just blank out. Yeah. You know, yeah. And gamble half the time in class. So <laughs> I, I needed to teach myself <laughs> how to do accounting yeah. on my own. But mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out maybe, to Chad. Maybe you had oh, yeah. who you uh dude, I don't I really don't have any either. Similar to Shiv, like it's it my industry is very um it's very cut and dry i would say when it comes to most stuff um i do have a ton of inspirations outside of it who like motivate me to do other things besides that or motivate me to get in um to the future career i hope to get into um but yeah i don't have anybody in like in the career i'm in now who's like really steered me that way i just knew there were i could make money um in the career i'm at right now and i think shiv's like the same way like really we knew we knew going the business route was for us at least the way that we were gonna be successful it, yeah it's one of those things where it's like i was i just felt naturally moved this way mm-hmm. um and even like midway through it you know i think we all have a time point in time in all of our majors where we were like reconsidering things mm-hmm. for sure yep um i hit that wall yeah and everybody you know mm-hmm. even, even the ones that were 4.0s were like do i really want to do this yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, and it's one of those things where you got to realize where it's like, whatever you're doing now is just a building block mm-hmm. because you're so young and yep. like the real fruits of your labor come, they're not now. Mm-hmm. And just because you got a degree in something doesn't mean that that's what you'll do in 10, 15 years, yep. right. but it will help whatever you do in 10, 15 years. Yep. Right? Agreed. So it's really important to pick something that you can learn a lot about whatever that area is because you really don't, unless, listen, if you do. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking. Just get on the board. Yeah. Dude, dude, like, I'm encouraging you to do that. Then. Yeah. Yeah. But until for the rest of us, and I mean the thing that like just moves you, mm-hmm. like, 
that takes time to look to figure out. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good spot. I think that's a wrap. How yep. do you feel, Aaron? Feel good. Feel good. Feel well, good. listen, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having especially me. Especially like, so we the, the the way we got Aaron on was, I posted a morning gym selfie on Snapchat, <laughs> and he was like, "Just hit me up, like, hey, what's up, dude?" And I was like, just talk, "I was just like, oh yeah, I do software engineering." I'm like, "Dude, get on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get make over. it happen." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I appreciate you having you on, and you know down the line yeah it was fun well if you're willing you know, i'll do it again yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get one in the future yeah um, yeah I, w- I would love to do like a um a second podcast with almost everyone we brought on to kind of just see the development where they're at like mm-hmm. in a year or two yeah yeah like, that would be like so a, sick like check in mm-hmm. um, yeah kind of like rogan does with like some of his buddies you know like oh, ari, yeah. ari sheffer you know the way the way we kind of feel about the podcast is, is like this is this is not necessarily for like this is for people right but it's more for you and the people you're close to yeah. 10 years down the line right? to go oh. back to and look at. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it, it's it's sick. And like a time capsule of some. It, yeah, really. Because it is. Exactly. Yeah. It always exists yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? So um, for sure, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. It's been fun. But yeah, you already know the vibes. Uh, episode number 54 of the Shivanetti Show, the Shetty Show, S-H-E-D-D-Y-S-H-O-W. Follow us on the TikTok, Instagram. Be real. Um shiver yeah i have one thing to say okay um make sure for those of you with student loans that you go on the uh government website uh, i don't have the exact link in my head because uh you know it's been a long one uh but no uh it's make sure you go to the site that's dot gov like make sure it's the government <laughs> yeah. site yeah yeah don't don't put go to in com. Your social security and like all the stuff you did to fill out your tax return last year don't do that on a non-government site and you know you'll it'll say dot gov and it'll be like you know the secure link but fill that out because if you have student loans you have till the end of the year and you don't want to mess up that process i don't know if it's going to go through if there's a lot of battle in court right now but uh just do it know, anyway do go it. vote for for your for your best yeah go vote uh <laughs> give it uh put it in just in case so you can get 10,000 off your loans so beautiful yeah thanks again